0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the channel. We've just witnessed another next-gen final. We had Alcraz massetti not too long ago, and we've just had Alcraz in another final, but losing yet again to an Italian. This time, Yannick Sinner lost him in Wimbledon. They lost Masetti in a final not too long ago, of course, on clay when we had the return of a couple of clay court tournaments. Now, just finished the last clay court tournament of the season. I think, in Umag, the Croatia Open, ATP 250, and Carlos Alcaraz. just, look, I mean, apparently, if you want to beat Carlos Alcaraz, you just change your nationality to Italian, and you can beat him, because uh, he's, he seems to have an issue with playing Italian players recently. But look, a fantastic display of tennis from Yannick Sinner, Carlos Alcaraz will be disappointed. He was the reigning champion. Of course, would would have wanted some revenge on his good buddy Yannick Sinner after that Wimbledon loss. We're going to break it down. Before we do, though, remember to hit that like button and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. If you're a podcast listener or or watcher, remember to do a rating review. Follow us, subscribe. All that good stuff. Thank you so much. Okay. Yannick Sinner gets it done in three sets, and he gets it done 6-7, 6-1, 6-1, so two breadsticks, but it doesn't really tell the whole story, and we're going to I think mainly break this down with a couple of the key moments and also some of the patterns of play and what maybe as the match went on. I don't want to talk too much about specific like serve stats, etc. Because, or like, you know, stats in general, because I feel like it's quite easy to get bogged down. And from watching this, I, I think there's more to it. It's more to do with the patterns of play and, and some of the tactical, you know, rallies that ended up coming to fruition in the end and tactical i guess game plans that were executed uh, and in the end more effectively by yannick sinner so i guess we can talk about the first set and Alcaraz was playing pretty well i thought uh, and so was sinner i think they were as the scoreline suggests very much going toe to toe uh I think the more impressive thing for Alcaraz in that first set is the fact that he mainly managed to at least keep up with Sinner in a large portion of the backhand to backhand rallies, which is where he had a lot of issues in the Wimbledon quarterfinal against Yannick Sinner. That was a massive, ma- sorry, a round of sixteen match even against Yannick Sinner, and he was getting hit off the court really backhand to backhand, and was having to in the end go to the, the slice and really because he wasn't able to stick with sinner and had to go defensively to the slice and ended up slicing defensively it was very floated it wasn't wasn't really a lot on it and it's something that he clearly needs to work on but it was more of a defensive mechanism more than I'm going to use it as a tactic and Sinev forced that out of Alcaraz now against most players and I mentioned it in that post-match I mentioned it with the Massetti match as well I think for anyone who doesn't have a you know very i want to say there's, there's probably maybe 10 players out there who have elite bracket in brackets backhands and they're not all exactly the same but i said i think they're all above a certain level where if they play alcaraz they will be able to cause some issues on the backhand and sin is one of them and i mentioned it in the past and Musetti's another zverev right and what do all of these guys have in common? Djokovic as well. Well, Zverev, of course, beat Alcaraz at Roland Garros. Sine beat Alcaraz at Wimbledon. Musetti beat him recently on clay as well, right? So these guys all have fantastic backhands. and They're not players who, I mean, in some instances, that you could say they arguably have a better backhand than their forehand side, which is obviously not too common on the ACP side. But not just that, their backhands are elite. I would say, personally, uh, if we just kind of take it as a isolated shot. Alcoraz is always going to struggle against these types of players. For now, anyway. When I say always, I, if he doesn't adapt his game on the backhand side, now defensively, it's not the best backhand. Uh, he, he doesn't seem to be able to have enough variation or enough, I guess, trust in his backhand to say you know what I can vary it up a little bit and maybe I'm going to go more flows across court or find better angles on the backhand or you know I'm going to slow down the play a little bit and hit almost like a lob backhand Djokovic is great at doing that especially on the clay Alcres doesn't quite have that in his talk at the moment. I feel like his shot selection as well on that backhand side isn't always the best. But in the first set, it was pretty good. I thought he he stuck with Sinner. There were a couple of rallies where he managed to actually win the backhand-to-backhand exchanges. and One point was incredible. He was on the stretch and almost in the splits and hit backhand on the line, and it was almost Djokovic-esque, uh, which we normally see from, from Yannick Sinner, right? So the first set went to a tiebreaker. Both guys playing pretty well, I thought, and... Sinner got pipped in a tiebreaker. That can happen. Uh, One thing, well, a couple of things to note, I think, about the first set as well. The first note is that Alcaraz was utilising the drop shot pretty often, I would say, and something that I guess is in the makeup of his game. Well, it is in the makeup of his game because it's something that he clearly backs himself to execute Successfully in matches and give him some sort of edge, and normally it does. He's got one of the best drop shots on tour, I would say. I think a lot of people are getting ahead of themselves and maybe saying it's the best on tour. I'm not quite sure if it's the best on tour, but it's definitely up there, and it's a very good one at that. In the first set, I thought the shot selection of when to utilize it was really good, and then execute it well. New York, okay. Sometimes he's close up the net and finish off with a volley, or sometimes okay, he's going to come back. Because it's good, but Sin is very good at getting to balls. His his ability to move around the court is very good, but I can pass him easily because he's a sitting duck at the net, because the approach is not going to be good enough because he will get there, but not with enough time to hurt me with the approach. So that was great. Yeah? Like tick, Alcaraz. Oh, For Sinner, I think generally he was sticking with Alcaraz and the forehand-to-forehand exchanges, which I think Alcaraz will be a bit frustrated about. But Sinner's forehand is much improved as well. And I feel like it's now at the the level where he can actually hurt people like an Alcaraz who you wouldn't expect to, well, I guess maybe a year or so. Well, if we're talking about Sinner who was playing maybe a year and a half, two years ago, you wouldn't expect his forehand to hold up against Alcaraz. Definitely was. Another point to, to make is that his serve, and we mentioned it at Wimbledon, and I thought, okay, well, look, it's a quicker surface, it's grass. It may be... I was thinking in my head that it could potentially have exacerbated how much his serve has improved. Not the case. Because we're on the clay, it's a slower surface. He was still serving pretty big uh, from what I saw. Not just serving pretty big. You can see the serve mechanics. it just looks so much more fluid. He seems to get a lot more pop in terms of spin on the ball as well. He's hitting his spots better. You know, he's hitting corners of the boxes, which is fantastic. He's getting more aces, more unreturnable serves. And I was really impressed generally with his serving throughout this whole match. In saying that, though, Carlos Alcaraz will be disappointed with how sets two and three went, especially set two. Maybe not set three because I think that was a demolition job. Uh, Despite the scoreline being the same, they were two very different sets. Set two will be a, a note of frustration for Alcaraz when he looks back at it. He will look at it and say, how did I not even come out on top in that second set? And you might look at it and say, hold on, was on like Alcraz lost at 6 1. Yeah, he did. But he had a lot of chances to be like just a breakup, a double breakup. So let's break it down. Now the start of the second set, Sin is serving first. Alcraz has just won the first set. Tie break. he's got the momentum. He goes 15-40 up. And by the way, this is one of the like there was a defensive point that Alcaraz played and I'm pretty sure it's in this game where somehow he manages to win the point now Sinner's got him on the run on the forehand side he's stretching um, you know Sinner then goes down the line with the forehand he's on the stretch again on the backhand somehow gets to it hits almost like a, a lob like does what he can just to stay in the point Sinner hits a smash he reads the smash somehow gets across and it hits a forehand pass cross court. I mean, it's just an unbelievable defensive point from Alcaraz. I guess it highlights, not not I guess it definitely highlights his incredible athleticism around the court, and that is something that you know he will have until he gets to a certain age where his body might say, "Look, you know, I can't play this way," which is fine. The big issue though that he has is closing out break points recently and also there has been moments where you wouldn't expect him to hit unforced errors and he has. I feel like his aggressive makeup in his game is fantastic and it's exciting to watch but there is definitely an issue with consistency with how consistent he is with the ground strokes. There's a lot of errors in pivotal moments in matches In these big 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 matches now he's still going to be happy because he's still top five in the world he's clearly progressing there's no doubt about that but I think he will be frustrated with some of the setbacks that he's having in terms of the consistency of his game it's definitely improving but there are some things that need to be ironed out I think to get him to a certain level where he will be happy and confident to compete against these you know world cast players you'd say and think, you know what, I should be able to come out on top. I, I feel like he's not able to sustain this at the moment for two or three sets, and, and that was telling, right? But that first game, he had not just two breakpoints, he went 15 40 up on the return game. He then had two breakpoints that add up as well. When Sinner saved breakpoints, now a couple of the breakpoints saved were fine, good serving, you know, good one plus play from Sinner, fantastic, however. The two break points he had to add up, they were second serves and he missed the returns, either into the net or long. It's just unforgivable. I mean, you cannot be missing second serve returns on a clay court when you have break point opportunities. It's just criminal. It really is. And then in the end, loses that game. And then to add insult to injury, he gets broken the very next game. I mean, it's just crazy, isn't it? I mean, you just couldn't write it. You really couldn't. Uh, he gets So he doesn't manage to break, and then he gets broken the very next game. And Sinner basically takes it the first time of asking as well. And now Kraus makes a mistake, and you're just thinking, crazy. And then to make it even worse, he then opens up break points in the second return game and again doesn't take them. Sinner saved so many breakpoints and if I'm not mistaken someone was saying, uh, I think it was actually Cam Williams was saying that Sinner saved more breakpoints than anyone this year. Now that might surprise you because he's probably not the biggest, he's not the biggest server on tour It's definitely improved but it's not the biggest server on tour but it seems to be the fact that he has this ice this ice in his veins that is almost comparable to someone like Djokovic. And there are comparisons with himself and Djokovic in terms of the style of play at times. And also, I guess, the the mental fortitude that both have. And I, I do, there is a parallel there when you talk about them break safe. He just is someone who scraps, he never gives up. And he isn't worried about playing a break point down and going into a shell playing conservative. I think he's the type of player who is very clever about what to play and when and in the first set he was getting dragged forward with the drop shots right and Alcaraz was forcing him forward and in positions when he was uncomfortable instead what sinner did them in the second and third sets is he said okay you know what you're forcing me to come into the net when i don't want to what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna make you uncomfortable and i'm gonna try and get on the front, front of the rallies and when i do i'm gonna hit a fantastic approach shot or a good enough approach shot to be able to come into the net and close down the net and then i'm gonna kill you with the volley or I'm going to hit a good enough volley that you might get there but I'll finish with the point still. And that was impressive to me because he took the initiative. He took the drop shot out of Alcaraz's hands at times. And in the second set it wasn't as it wasn't played as often because he was on the back for Alcaraz. He wasn't able to step in and play and Sinner was the one coming forward and Alcaraz was trying to pass him and you're trying to pass him from very very awkward angles and at times Sinner would just finish off with the volley and that was impressive and the reason why he was able to also do it at times because he was serving so big and so well at times in that second set that it gave him the option and the opportunity to come forward which was fantastic, he was getting a lot lots of shorter balls from Alcaraz on return and even getting some free points which Alcaraz will be disappointed with uh, especially considering as I said those two those first first two return games he had he had break points, he didn't take any of them and then after that, I mean, Alcaraz won one game in the set, but Sinner just ran through Alcaraz, uh, and Alcaraz's level dropped big time after not taking the break points. I don't know whether it played on his mind. It may have, but it really became a throwaway set, and Sinner then completely ran through Alcaraz in that second set. Gets breadsticked, Alcaraz. And then the third set, you're thinking, okay, well, he needs to reset. It's going to be a close third set. No, it wasn't. Sinner again takes the you know takes the the match by a scruff of the neck and says, "You know what? You're not playing well enough to to stick with me. I've upped my level. Your level's dropped. This is over." And in the forehand to forehand exchanges, he then started hitting clean winners cross court down the line. He was just he was out hitting Alcaraz from the back of the court. He was out thinking him in terms of game plan and tactics, coming forward, volleying, using you know, said fantastic angles, serving better, returning better. The one thing I want to point out, by the way, as well, is Alcoraz is fantastic defensively in a lot of instances. The one thing, though, I have to say I'm quite disappointed with, I, I don't think I've seen, it's probably the only aspect of his game I don't think I've seen improvements on generally, is the return. I feel like when he first broke onto the scene, onto the main tour, I thought, look, he looks like a very natural returner. I'm not so sure anymore, to be honest with you. I'm really not, because I, I get Yannick's in a served well at times, but especially the missed second serve returns, etc., as well. I don't know whether it's just because of the general lacking of consistency in his ground strokes and being able to make less errors, you know, in rallies on both forehand and backhand, or whether it's just actually no, it's his return he should be returning a lot better than he did today, in my opinion. As I said, Sinner did serve well in in large periods. Fantastic, there's nothing you can do about that. But the fact that he had so many break points in that second set and they didn't take them because of mistakes on second set returns is just criminal, as I said. And he'll need to look into that, I think, because it's something that you can't, if he's not being able to return well on a clay court, then it's no surprise that on a grass court, when you're rushed even more, that he struggled against Sinner because Sinner's Serb has bulked up. Not just that, he's hitting his spots. And Alcaraz's return doesn't seem to be where it should be, if that makes sense. you know, A lot of people were thinking, well, he, his return might be similar to Nadal's or Djokovic's. It's looking nowhere near that to be honest with you uh, so Sinner out served Alcaraz out returned Alcaraz the back of the court was at least equal to him in the majority of the exchanges and then actually to add even more insult was I thought he drop shotted really well Al- uh, Sinner sorry even from kind of midway through the second set onwards and used that against Alcaraz and that would have frustrated him no doubt some fantastic points from both Alcaraz you know won his fair share of incredible points but from the second set onwards, after those first two return games, he just he fell off big time. And Sinner just upped his level a little bit, to be honest with you, or kept up the level that he had at least. Uh, and it was just too much for Alcaraz in the end. So look, fantastic for Yannick Sinner, his first clay court tournament win. So he can add that to his collection and also his first tournament win of the year. So massive strides for Yannick Sinner. Uh, not, notching up another win against Alcaraz. For Alcaraz, it's two finals lost in a row. You won't want to make a habit out of it after losing to Massetti and Sinner. And it will also be hoping to, one, break the duck of final losses, but also break the duck of losing to Italians because uh, they get, they'll be thinking, you know what? We know how to beat him. We know how to beat him. Anyways, thank you very much, guys, for tuning in. Do appreciate it. Remember to hit that like button and subscribe for your new. Let me know what you thought of the match as well. Uh, were you surprised? Did you think actually? No, I'm not surprised. I thought Sinner would beat Alcaraz, uh, even though it was a different surface. I thought personally it would be it was going to be interesting because it's a different surface. Obviously, it's not grass; it's clay, plays very differently. A lot of people thinking Alcaraz would have the upper hand potentially because of that. I didn't necessarily think that. I thought it was going to be a very close three setter wasn't really sure who'd win it Uh, but in the end it wasn't a close three setter it was a three setter but not a close one that's for sure let me know your thoughts anyway thank you so much guys stay safe and well see you on the next